Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Baba Kaba Daf Tzadi Beis. We left off on Daf Tzadi Aleph Amid Beis. We are at the two dots, about five, one, two, three, four, five, six lines from the end of the page. At Amar Rav, today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer and all of his wife and children, and Lina Dushmas' mother, Golda Basimcha La Shalom, and also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times, and Atzlacha for our soldiers and for our captives. They should all return home safely. We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So the first thing we're going to talk about is a continuation of the discussion of cutting down fruit trees, and particularly we're going to talk about when it might be mutter to cut down a fruit tree, and that conversation will bring us to the Mishnah on Ahmed Aleph, and then the Mishnah is going to tell us, you know, we've been talking about the payments you have to make when you assault, when someone assaults somebody else, but what about uh, the fact that you did something not nice to them? So uh, the Avera is still going to be there until you get mechila as well. Payment is not enough. One requires mechila as well. The Gemara is then going to discuss and what if you have mechila in advance? What if one person gives the other person permission to strike him, to harm him, to wound him? Or uh, better yet, why should I give you permission to wound me? I give you permission to wound somebody else. So then uh, how does that play out? What are the what are the various chiyuvim? The Gemara is going to then have four different limudim from the story with Avram Avinu and Avimelech. Now the last of those limudim is going to be something that relates to uh, uh, a conversation that uh, that, that Rabbi Barmari that that Rava asked Rabbi Barmari, and that's going to lead us to seventeen different wise teachings and sayings that people have that Rava asked Rabbi Barmari what the source for those wise teachings are. So the seven, seventeen is a lot. So that's going to take us the whole rest of the daf and a little bit into tomorrow's daf. So a lot of agarita today. A lot of just uh, um, uh, very, uh, statements that people say that seem to be wise, and where do we find the source for such things in the Torah? So now we are again, let's begin at the two dots on Tzadi Aleph Amid Beis. So we've been talking about cutting down uh, fruit trees, so uh, once we're on the uh, topic, the Gemara brings a discussion about cutting down trees in Eretz Yisrael. The Torah says that when you go and you, uh, and, and, and you take the lay siege on the city to the Lachim the Tavsa, that you're not allowed to uh, destroy its trees by, uh, by, by chopping it down with an axe one is supposed to benefit from those trees we're not supposed to cut them down and then the Pasuk says that, uh, that it has this uh, cryptic phrase that an Adam is an Eitz Asada but then it says if it's not an Eitz Machal then you're allowed to cut it down for the, uh, for the, lumber, for, for the lumber so the, the Gemara learns from these psukim, uh, that you're not allowed to cut down any tree that is motzi peros uh, in Eretz Yisrael. So Amarav, Dikla, Detot, and Kaba, any tree that has even a kav of peros, that's the minimum shear, also the say You're not allowed to cut down such a tree, that has a din of an Elon Michael in Eretz Yisrael. So ask the Gavar but there's a Mishnah in the fourth parak of Masachashvias that says, Kama Yehei Bazayis, Velo Yekatsitso, how many olives does an olive tree have to have in order? order to uh, activate the Isser of cutting down a tree in Eretz Yisrael, Rova, not a Kav, a Rova HaKav, which is a Lug. So uh, you see from that Mishnah that even if it, if it doesn't have a whole Kav of Peros, 
the the isra is already activated. So how can we send it needs to be a kav? Says Gemara. Well, it depends on the fruit. Shiny zesim dechashivi. Zesim are a very chash of a fruit. So even a smaller quantity of zesim will be considered as valuable as a larger quantity of another fruit. And therefore, even a smaller quantity of zesim will activate the iser to be kotzates the uh, the ilan. So the Gemara brings other uh, other statements related to the chumrah of the iser of cutting down an eitz machal. Amar lo he says the only reason my son Shivchas had died, we, meaning I, I, apparently one is supposed to be mefashvesh b'maasav. He says I was mefashvesh b'maasav. No averos. There's no avera that I was able to identify other than the fact that I cut down a te'ina tree before it was the time to, to cut it down. I meaning once the tree dries out, it doesn't produce any fruits anymore. Then it's mutter to cut it down. But this tree had not yet gotten to that point, and because I prematurely cut it down, so uh, that's why Shivchasperi prematurely died. But if that tree was uh, more valuable cut down than it is, uh, than it is up, meaning its lumber is worth more than the fruit that it's ever going to produce, then it's mutter to cut it down. Tiny and we have a riot to this from a Brisa. The Pasuk says when it comes to cutting down a, uh, a fruit tree, rak also So the words teda kilo eights are extra. It could have just said rak asher lohu machal. We know we're already talking about a tree. Just say if it doesn't have any, if it doesn't have any fruit. So rak eights asher teda that's a reference to, uh, to, a, to a tree that has fruit that if you know that the tree uh, is, uh, is, 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 uh, is an Elon Machal and uh, you don't know that it's an Elon that, that, uh, uh, that, that, that it's an Elon Strach so you can, you can take uh, um, uh, your uh, uh, so I'm sorry if you know that the uh, only tree that's close to the place where you're sieging where you're taking, laying siege on the city is an Elon Machal and you don't know of another Elon Srak in the vicinity, so then you're allowed to take that uh, that, that that tree for uh, building whatever uh, whatever construction you need in order to be able to take over the city. Kilo eitz machalu ze ilan srak. And then kilo eitz machal tells me about an ilan srak that doesn't grow any fruits. That you're allowed to use that always for uh, for, for the purposes of the war efforts of chimeachar shasofa, the rabbis called over. But wait, once we're going to say that even an ilan machal is allowed to be used if push comes to shove, if you don't find an ilan srak in the vicinity, matamalomer kilo eitz machal, uh, why does it have to mention an Elon Strak as well? Lahaktim Strak Lamachal. To tell me that if you do have the option, you go with an Elon Strak rather than, uh, than, than an Eitz Machal. So, you might think that even if the, if the fruit tree, the tree that actually bears fruit, is a more expensive uh, tree um, than, uh, the, for, for its lumber, then its value growing fruit, and you'll benefit a lot more. From it uh, when when you uh, when you use it for beams. Uh, nevertheless, if there's a needle and strike in the vicinity, that that still takes precedence to cut that one down rather than the fruit tree because it says kilo machalu. That's why tamalomer. That's why the pasuk adds rock. It adds a meat to be memait that you don't uh, you're not makdim a needle and strike to a needle machal in in all situations. Only when the benefit is going to be greater in cutting down the needle and strike than the needle and machal, and only when the benefit is going to be greater from the Elon Michael being left up than it would be from chopping it down. Shmuel, I see the Arise Tamri. Shmuel, uh, Shmuel's Aris, a sharecropper, brought him some dates. And as soon as he tasted the dates, he realized that there's some grape 
flavor in the uh, dates, that there's taste of wine in the dates. So Amalei, my high. So Shmuel said to Zaris, something's funny about these dates. Why do they have a tam yayin? Amalei, beimi gufni kaimi. Because they're among uh, gefanim. They're right near gefanim, and therefore they're able to get the tam of the gefanim that are growing nearby. So Amar makshi b'chamra kulei hai. He says, Ayvei, these, uh, these palm trees, these date palms, are destroying the gefanim to such an extent that I can even taste the gefanim. Lemachar aisili mekorayi. I want you to bring uh, when you bring me the peros from the field tomorrow. Bring me the uh, the the the, the, uh, the roots of this dekel tree. Meaning, be oker this dekel tree entirely because it's being mafsed the gefanim and it's not worth that. The dekel tree should not be mazik the uh, the gefanim. So Rav Chista. Chazi Talibay Gufni, Rav Chista was walking among his fields and he saw small palm trees growing among the Gufanim. Amr Larisa, he said to his sharecropper, Akrinu, uproot these, uh, these trees because they're destroying the Gufanim. And even though that will, by uprooting the trees, we'll, we will be destroying the Dekalim. Gufni, Kani Dikli, from the wine that you uh, get from the Gufanim, you could buy as many Dekal trees as you want because the profits from, from wine are so significant. But if you lose the Gufanim, then uh, be, as a result, of the decolum that are damaging them, the, uh, the, the, the and you want to buy karka in order to, to regrow them, you're never going to be able to sell enough decolum to be able to buy new gefanim because gefanim are so much more valuable. Dikli lokani gufni, and therefore it's worth uprooting the decal trees in order to save and promote the growth of the gefanim. Okay, new mission now. Avalpishu nosin though that even though. The mazik pays the chamisha dvarim to the nizik, the nizik tzar ribushav saboshes. Ain nimchalo achi yevakish menu mechila for the tzar that he caused him does not happen unless he asks for mechila shenamer. Because the pasuk says when Hashem speaks to Avimelech when uh, he caused uh, trouble for Avram and and, and, and he took Sarah uh, for himself. Vatah shave eishes. Pasuk continues. Ish ki navi uvi ispal badcha v'chiyei. They go and return the uh, man's wife because he's a navi and uh, he'll die for you and you'll live, meaning even after uh, you return Sarah, you have to ask Avram Avinu from Mechila Belev Shalim to the point that he'll want to daven for you. But how do I know that if you're on the receiving end, meaning you're the Nizik, that uh, you're the Nechbal, that if the person uh, goes and asks you for Mechila, that you should be forthcoming and grant that Mechila. That Avram Avinu, in fact, responded by doing so, by uh, davening, that Hashem should should, uh, should give a refuah to, to, to Avi Melech. Um, now, uh, uh, the Mepharshim all raised the question, you only see that that's what Avram Avinu did, uh, but it could be Avram Avinu did the Fnimi Shuras Hadin. How do you know that you're, uh, that you're supposed to do that, that you must do that, that you're an Akhzari? If you don't do that, there's a big difference. Avram Avinu was a lot more than not an Akhzari, right? Meaning we assume that Avram Avinu, uh, what he did was, uh, was probably the Fnimi Shuras Hadin. So the Pnei explains that since, Avram, uh, since uh, Avi Melech was Mephayis Avram, and he was Nisrat Mimela, it makes sense that he should have been Nisrape even without the Tfila. So it must be that Avram Avinu didn't uh, only davened in order to be, to demonstrate to everybody else that he was Mochalim. Why do we want to demonstrate that to everybody else just to show off? Look what a good guy I am that I'm Mochalim. No, in order to demonstrate proper behavior. Avram Avinu realizes that he has a responsibility. His whole life was about teaching the proper behavior that HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects of us to all of humanity. So he davened in a public way in order to demonstrate that the that mechila is something that you have to do. So he wanted everybody to know that he was mochel. It wasn't enough that he was mochel b'leiv. 
If a person says, blind my eye, cut off my hand, break my leg, the guy who actually listens and does it is going to have to, uh, is going to, have to pay, even though the nechbal was mochel. Almanas lifter, if he says, look, you could do this in Salmanas, that you're not going to have to pay me anything. So the chovel is still chayv in chamisha dvarim. If he doesn't say inflict bodily harm on me, but rather destroy something that I own, my clothing, my uh, my kalim, so then the mazik is going to have to pay. But almanas lift or potter. But if he says uh, damage my uh, my items, my clothing, my kalim, almanas lift or then the mazik is taka going to be potter. Um, the uh, however, that's only if I said do it to me or to my stuff. But if I say do go damage harm or damage somebody else or somebody else's stuff almanas liftar and I say and, and it's almanas that you're not going to have to pay well then chayiv you're still going to have to pay I'm not authorized to tell you that you can damage someone else and, uh, and not have to pay bein begufo bein bemona whether I ask you to cause physical bodily harm to somebody else or whether I cause you I ask you to um, to harm someone else's property. So now the Gemara brings a brisa that, uh, that, 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 that discusses the chiv to be mefayis as chavero for the tsar that you caused him in addition to payment. So all the payments that we said in the previous Mishnah on Daft Sadi, that tokel chavero, that you give him a cello or a mana and, uh, you know, nosin lamasayim zuz or abramel zuz, those kinds of things. That's the meboshto. That's just for the payment for embarrassing the fellow. Avotziaro, but if you cause a person for the, the payment for the tsar, uh, because, even if you bring all of the the, the best type of ayolim shabaolim, very expensive, you're not going to get a mechila until you ask for mechila. And the pasuk says that very uh, idea that you need to go not only return the man's wife, but uh, but you need him to daven for you. So the pasuk says. So it sounds like Avimelech only had to return Sarah because she happened to be married to a Navi. So is that true? If you steal a man's wife, do you have to only return her if she happens to be Mrs. Navi? But if she's married to somebody else, if her husband is a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, so that, that you don't have to return the, the man's a rabbi, you don't have to return the man's wife only if he's a, if he's a Navi? So says Amrab Shmobanachmani, Amrab Yonasan, Hashev Eishas Ish Mikal Makom. No, Hashev Eishas Ish means whoever she is. Of course, you have to return, even if she's not an Eishas Navi. When it says Ki Navi Hu, that's a response to a Taina that Avimelech had. Udka Amrit, and that which you're going to Taina against me. Why am I being punished? Hagoy Gam Tzadik Tarog Halo Amr Li Achosi Achosi Vihi Gam Hi Amra Achihu. They told me that it was his sister. They both said that. So why should I be held? Responsible for this, so Navi, who you should realize, Avram Avinu was a Navi who Kavarli made, and he already therefore taught. He had the insight to know that that if a guest comes to a city uh, and you start asking questions, you're supposed to ask him, uh, does he need something to eat, something to drink? Or is the proper thing to ask him about his wife and ask him, who's this woman with you and uh, when can I take her? So is it your wife or is it your sister? So obviously you're supposed to ask him about his needs, about his food, food lodging, his drink. When Avram Avinu came to your city, you 
started asking about his wife, he therefore came to the conclusion that you were going to take her and kill him. So therefore he said that she's uh, his sister. You should have uh, understood that he only said that in order to protect himself. So Mikan, from the fact that Avimelech is Chayv Misa, on that which he should have learned, the Derech that he should have learned about an Oreach Babi'ir, and he did not learn. So we see the Ben Noach, Shnarek, Luma, the Lolamad. We see from here that a Ben Noach could even be killed for a lesson that he ought to have learned, even, and, and he did not learn, even if it would have required just paying attention a little bit and being able to figure it out. So the Gemara explains that the uh, Pasuk, that, 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 uh, the, the, the Hemshech of the Pasuk that goes through um, uh, the, 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 the details uh, what Avram Avinu had to daven for. Because Hashem was Otzer Bad Kol Rechem the base of Yimelech, the Pasuk says, closed off all the Rechem in the base of Yimelech. So Amr What's Atzar Atzar? What are the two Atziros? What are the two uh, things that Hashem plugged up or stopped? Achas be'ish mishich vazera. One in in the males in Avimelech's house that they were no longer able to produce shich vazera, and therefore they couldn't have any children. Ushtayim be'isha and two atziros relating to the females shich vazera. The shich vazera in their guf that they're not able to be polate the shich vazera from their guf. There's a halacha called poletas shich vazera that when a woman it's a phys, it's it's a halacha that describes a physical event that when a woman has shich vazera that enters her body, so her body is polate the shich vazera expelled that Sheikh Vazara. The halacha is that it actually has a status of uh, being metameher. It has the ability to be metameher like a balkari. She becomes like a balkari when she's part of Sheikh Vazara. So she doesn't have the capacity in the base of Imelk. They didn't have the ability to be polite to Sheikh Vazara and also Valeda. The, um, and anyone who's pregnant was not able to deliver the baby. In Abraisa, we learned that that there were actually two things that were plugged up in a man. Sheikh Vazara uketanim. Both Sheikh Vazara and the ability to urinate. And three by a woman. Ravina Amar Ravina says it was actually Shalosh Be'ish. There were three things that were plugged up in the man. Also to be able to defecate. And therefore there were four things by the woman because the woman always has Leda on top of the other three that the man has. It wasn't only the humans in Avimelech's house, even a Tarnagolus in the house of Avimelech was not laying an egg. That was part of the curse that they were suffering. So the Gemara has a limud ledoros from the tefillah of Avram Avinu on Avimelech. So here we go. 17 minoha milsas da'amarabana or da'amriyinshi. Over here it's da'amarabana. Where, where do we, I know the teaching that called mevakish rachamim al-chavero that whenever you daven for somebody else and you need that very same thing, so then you get answered first. Probably it means that you sincerely daven for somebody else, right? If a person says, you know, well, I could really use this, so let me find someone else, and then, and then I'll daven for them, so I'll be in I don't know that that works, because then you're really davening for yourself. You're just calling it davening for somebody else. So when you sincerely daven for somebody else, and it happens to, even though, so it's the, it's the, uh, the strength of spirit to say, even though I need this, I'm going to prioritize in my tefillah somebody else, because I think of the other before I think of myself. That's the Gavaldukas Klus. So, uh, so how do I know that 
that you get answered first. Amalei. So he responded. That as soon as he davened for his friends before uh, Hashem even heard his tefillah about them, Hashem saved him and was goel him from his yisurin. So Amalei. So Rav said, "At Mehasam, Oh, that's your source for the idea. But I have a different source for that same idea, and that's from Avram Avinu and Avimelech. What's that kasher amar that Hashem allowed Sarah to be able to give birth because Avram Avinu was davening that all the people in the base Avimelech should be able to, they weren't able to give birth. It was a tzara tzara. They were all, uh, they were all prevented. So because Avram Avinu was davening for that, so uh, right away HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Yeshua to Avram Avinu and Sarah. So Amr Rav Rav Barmari and she, how do I know that? What's the makar of that which people say? So, first of all, the, the whole concept of Minam Milsadamri and she is a funny concept. Minam, what's the makar? I don't know, maybe just people say funny things. Uh, how do you know that there's any makar? People say a lot of things. So, Rav Tzaddik has this idea that when there are good people that have wise things to teach, it's probably because Akhrush Barkhul is a stackle baraisa ubara alma. Akhrush Barkhul looked at the world and then created the world based uh, looked at the Torah rather and created the world based on the Torah so if, if there are decent people that are uh, that, that have certain intuition about how the world works and how the world ought to work so it's very very likely that you're going to find something in the Torah that corroborates that because what they're tapping into is something that's, uh, that's, that's, that's in the world that's a reflection of that which is in the Torah so they're asking so uh, how do I know hey, this, this resonates it must be a teaching in the Torah Somewhere that uh, that when the thorn is uh, is 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 damaged, the the fruit that's right next to it is also going to be damaged. Meaning, when you start taking the thorns out of your field, sometimes you're going to take some of the fruit that's growing in your field as well, even though that's the desirable thing. So it's a muscle that sometimes when rishayim are punished, tzaddikim are punished along with them. So how do I know that? Amalei. So he said because in the tochacha that Yirmiyahu and Navi gives to Klali Yisrael the name. Of Baruch Hu, he says, So he says, Pashatem sounds like even the Navi is among the Poshim, even though he didn't do what they did, he didn't behave like they did. He was just in their vicinity. So said, Oh, that's your limud. I learned the same idea, but from a different uh, Pasuk. Visarosai. So it sounds like even Moshe and Aaron are among the Mima'anim, are among those that are Mayatem, even though they didn't do like the other people. So it turns out that just being in their vicinity puts them in the uh, path of the wrath of Hakarush Baruchu. Armali Ravalarab Barmari, Ksiv, it says by Yosef after his father uh, he, his father and his brothers came to Mitzrayim, Umikseyachivlokachamisha Anoshim, he took from among his brother a, a brothers a sampling of five of them, some manu to present to Paro. So which five did he choose? The ones that when Moshe Rabbeinu gives brachos before he dies, he mentions their names twice. So Zvulun, Gad, Dun, Naphtali, and Asher. And Asher. Those are the ones that he brought in front of Paro because they were the weakest of the brothers. Because if he's going to see the strongest of the brothers, he's going to want to right away draft them into the army and have them be uh, the leaders of, uh, of, of massive legions of soldiers. So uh, therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu was called 
Nofel the names of these brothers in their in their in his brachos because they were weak and they needed chizik. So uh, so he was trying to provide them with chizik. You denami yichuli mechpal says when he missed one, there's a there's a sixth one that had a kefel and that was uh, that was Yehuda and you, uh, but Yosef only presented five of his brothers. So Amalei, so Rabbi Barmari responded, Yosef only put the ones that were double whose names were doubled on account of their weakness. But with Yehuda, it was for a different reason that his name was mentioned twice. What is the Pasuk uh, trying to teach us in the, in the Pasuk of Moshe's Bracha Tachal Yisrael? Why does Moshe Rabbeinu uh, juxtapose Shevet Ruvain to the, the Bracha of Shevet Ruvain to the Bracha of Shevet Yehuda? And also, why does he begin the Bracha of Yehuda with Vizos the Yehuda? That Kalos and Abraham Shana Shay Yisrael the Midbar, Throughout the entire 40 years of traveling through the Midbar, Yehuda's bones were rattling in the Aron or rolling around in the Aron. Until Moshe Rabbeinu davened for him, Amr Lefanov, he said, Who's the one that encouraged Ruvain, that motivated Ruvain, that inspired Ruvain to be Moda for switching his father's bed? It was Yehuda, because Ruvain saw an example of his brother Yehuda being Moda Ms when he did something improper about uh, Tamar. So since Reuven saw that he had done that, so Reuven uh, realized that, he, that it's the proper thing to do, and that, uh, that, that and he built up the courage to do so. So Shema Hashem called Yehuda. So Hashem heard the voice of Yehuda, and that's Chus. His bones stopped shaking around in the Aron. Al-Evari L'Shafa. So all of his Evarim went back to where they belong, where they should stay, and they settled down. But Yehuda's problems were not all solved. He still wasn't granted a seat in Yeshiva Shalmaila in order to be t- able to talk and learning in the Yeshiva Shalmaila. So uh, Moshe Rabbeinu then Davin Viter, Ve'el Amo Tiviano, bring him with his people where he belongs. So Akash Baruch did that, he brought him into the Yeshiva, but Yehuda still wasn't uh, the best guy in Yeshiva. He didn't understand what they were talking about in learning. He was sitting there lost in the Shir. So and to handle and learning with the other Tamidi Chachamim. So Moshe Rabbeinu Davind, Yod of Ravlo, that he should be able to have the capacity to hold his own in learning. So HaKadosh Baruch did that. His tefillah was miskabel. But there was another Madrega. He knew how to talk in learning, but there's another thing. There's another um, intuition, a capacity to uh, to be able to be to be able to, uh, to come to, to, to draw proper halachic conclusions. You see that those are two different skills. right? A lot of times you see people are Tamid Chachamim, they know how to learn, they say nice svaras, but for some reason, just when it comes to they don't have the posik gene. They don't have the, uh, you know, that, that ability to, uh, to, 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 to gain clarity in halacha. And that's, that's a chaval, right? I mean, that's something that a person wants because the main uh, uh, focus of uh, Talmud Torah is supposed to be so Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, of Tia and Akharish Baruch who uh, responded to that as as well. Amrli Ravel Rab Barmari Mina Milsadamri and she. What about the following uh, phrase that people say? Basar Anya Azla Aniyusa that the poor get poorer. So Amrli uh, 
he said, oh, where does that come from? Ditnan, that's a mission of Bikurim. Because what happened when people would bring Bikurim? Ashirim, Mivin, Bikurim, Beklas, Shalzav, Shalkesef. The Ashirim would bring these fancy gold and silver kalim, these baskets full of the new fruits. But Aniyim would buy the cheapest baskets that were made out of uh, just branches. And because the Aniyim had these uh, these cheap baskets, they would uh, they would give the basket with the Bikurim to the Kohanim. But the Ashirim wouldn't give their gold and silver baskets to the Kohanim. So you see that the poor get poorer because the poor not only are giving the Bikurim, they're giving the whatever minimal baskets they could afford as well. That may be your source for the Limud, that the poor get poorer and the rich get richer. I have it from a different place because the Pasuk says, that, uh, that a person has to let everybody know that he's Tame so that they could separate and stay away from him. So you see that Anius goes after the Ani, that it's not enough that a person has a Negat Saras, but the Torah is Mechaiv him to be Mevayish himself as well. So here it's not about poverty and money, but it's just saying when someone is, uh, is experiencing misfortune, so very often the misfortune is compounded. So that's, uh, that's true of a person who has a Negat Saras. Bad enough that he has a Negat Saras. Now he's got to advertise it to the world that he has a Negat Saras, which is even worse. Amalei Rav Lerab Bar Mariminam, Milsa Dom Rabbanan, how do I know the teaching of the Chachamim Hashkem v'achol b'kaitz menechama that it's a good idea to eat breakfast in the summertime because uh, over, otherwise the heat will overwhelm, you, will overwhelm you if you don't strengthen yourself in the morning and in the wintertime because the cold will overwhelm you that you could, uh, 60 people can, uh, can run and they're not going to catch up with a guy who eats a good breakfast because the Pasuk says on the people who are going to go from the gold to Gula, to the Gula Asida, and described in the Sefer Yeshayahu, because they're not hungry and they're not thirsty, they're not going to be as affected by the, uh, by the climate. You say that from that source, but I have a different source from the Torah itself. In the morning, and then it says, that's reference to breakfast. If a person ate breakfast in the morning, he ate his pas in the morning, so then he'll be able to ward off illness. The machla is mara. Why is it called machla? Because it carries with it 83 illnesses that are, uh, that are attached to that one machla. Because that's the gematria of the word machla. But a little bit of bread and a little bit of water in the morning could be mevatel all of those machlots. A person could avoid all of that illness. What about the following wise teaching? If your friend calls you a donkey, meaning he, uh, which is not, was never a nice thing to call a person, so so we should do is prepare a saddle for your back, meaning uh, admit to him and don't respond in order that you shouldn't create a fight. Meaning if you're going to fight back, so then it's just going to be a whole fight. So if he calls you a not nice name, just absorb it. Absorb the insult. So Amalei, so Rabbi Barmari said, oh, what's the source? Because the Pasuk says, when the Malach says to Hagar, when she was running away from Sarah, Vayomer Hagar Shivcha Sarai, Emi Zabas, Vanat Elchi, Vatomer, Mepreis Sarai, Givirti Anochi Parachas. So even though she was running and she didn't want to be the Shivcha of Sarah anymore, but when the Malach said, Shivcha Sarai, when the Malach addressed her as the Shivcha of Sarai, which is, uh, 
obviously not a nice thing to refer to someone as a shivcha. She responded She responded in kind to uh, to absorb and accept that insult. What's the source for that? Which it says milsa. That if you have some sort of flaw, you should be the one to say it before uh, someone else points it out. Which is uh, uh, that uh, that's often given. I often give that in shiduch. Right? If a person is nervous, someone's going. You know, someone calls me. I know something about this person. Uh, I love this person. I think they're wonderful. But there's something that uh, would bother uh, the other party. Do I have to say? It? Do I, I say? Uh, have to say it is one question. You ought to say it because the way you're going to say it is going to be different than the way they find it out from somebody else. So you'll be able to contextualize it and, uh, and be able to explain it in the in the uh, in the proper way. So you, you say these things in advance rather than have someone else say it later on. So So the makra for that is the chiv that uh, when Eliezer is speaking to Lavan and Besuel at the time that uh, he went to take uh, Rivka. So for Yitzchak, he started off by saying, "I'm." Meaning, he right away put it out on the table. I'm an Eved. I'm not a. I'm not, I'm not the boss. So uh, that's a person should always present their weakness first. The uh, the the the. the Goose goes with its head lowered, but but its eyes are looking off into the future of where it's going to find muzzle, where it's going to find food. Meaning, even though a person should be an anav, but he shouldn't be afraid to ask uh, from other people things that he needs, uh, whether it be in Torah, whether it be in Parnassah, or to be Toveya Chov, that the other person knows him. Meaning, you can't be a shmata. At the end of the day, you have to sometimes assert yourself, even if you are a very humble person. So, because the Pasuk says, by Avigail, the wife of Naval, uh, that at the time that she was misnamed, that her husband's going to die because he was Mevaza David, and uh, nevertheless, she asked David, She was ready planning for the future. She says, oh, Don't forget me, because she knew that eventually her husband was going to die, and David should, uh, should remember her. And sure enough, it worked out pretty well for her, and David married her. What about the following uh, phrase that people say? That uh, 60 types of uh, Avelus and, uh, and 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 harmful things will uh, will happen uh, with the tooth. When you hear someone else eating and you don't get to eat, meaning when a person sees that someone else has goodness and he doesn't have it, it's very hard for a person to handle. There's a sense of jealousy that kicks in. So Amalei Tzchiv. Oh, where do I learn that? After Adonio was Mamluchas Atzmo and he called all the Bnei Amelech and the Sari Atzava to a big party. So Nasna Navi. Complained to David Amelech, and he said, Look at who wasn't on the invite list. So Rabbi said, You say the sources from that, that Nasan Navi was caught up with, Look, all these people are partying, and we're not on the invite list. I have a different source from it that the mockers from Avom Avinu, because it says, When Yitzchak marries Rivka, and after the marriage Avram Avinu gets married also so he marries off a child and says oh getting married so much fun so he gets married as, uh, as well so when you see someone else experience bracha you want to experience it as well that even though the wine belongs to the king you uh, express gratitude to the butler who serves the wine so even though you know that he's just uh, he's just 
is working for the king, and the king is the one that's really the one providing the wine, but nevertheless, you give Hakaras Satov to whoever presents it to you. Samalei, oh, how do I know that? Because when Hakaras Baruch was telling Moshe Rabbeinu to be Memani Yoshua as the next leader of Kal Yisrael, Visamachta es Yodcha Olav, Leman Yishmun Viyiron Koladas Bnei Yisrael. So it turns out that the Gedula of Yoshua was based on Tzibu Hashem, it wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu's choice. Uksiv, and when Yoshua started to lead the nation after Moshe Rabbeinu's death, Yoshua Benun Mali Ruach Chachma, Ki Samach Moshe Es Yadavalav, Veyishmuei Lav Kol Bnei Yisrael. So his Chachma and his Gedula was attributed to Moshe, to Moshe Rabbeinu being Samach Yadav uh, Alav, even though Hashem told Moshe, Hashem, Hashem is the one that told Moshe to, uh, to, to, to do this. So it wasn't, it's, uh, it's interesting, it's, it's uh, Akrosh Baruch's command is Vesamachta Es Yadcha, singular Alav. And then it says afterwards that Moshe was Samach Yadav Alav. Both of his uh, Yadayim. So Salvation got a whole drush about that, about what exactly uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was giving over to Yeshua beyond the Tzivoy Hashem. So he had this whole idea of the Dvar Hashem and the Ratzon Hashem, that, I, that there's a certain intuitive sense of the, of the, uh, of the mood of Torah and the Ruach HaTorah that, uh, that Moshe Rabbeinu gave, Ba'ayin Yafa, in addition to, uh, to giving over the leadership. So, where do I learn the following? Kalba Bekafne Galali Mivla, that when a uh, dog is hungry, it will uh, uh, swallow even, uh, even rocks, uh, whatever you give it, uh, whatever you give a hungry person will eat, even if it's not something that's tasty. So Rabbi Mari uh, said, we learned this, Tzachsev, Nefesh Seveya, Tavus Nefesh Nefesh Reva, Kalmar Matok, that a person will, uh, who's satiated is not able to eat even a very sweet thing, but a person who's hungry is able to eat anything, even something very bitter will taste sweet to a hungry person. Amrle Rabbi Mari, and she went about the following phrase, that a person uh, sh- should take a, a bad decal next to uh, the, the, the trees that are that are that are that are struck that don't produce any payros. Meaning, the derech of a decal ra is to grow uh, among ilani srak, and the derech therefore of an adam ra is to be amongst a, bun- a bunch of batlanim. That you we have a gravitational pull to people who are uh, who are bad like him. You know, an evil person it tends to be drawn to uh, like-minded people. So Oh, there are plenty of sources for that, right? Yeah, that, that idea you find in all of Tanakh and in all of uh, rabbinic literature. It says in the Torah because uh, when when Esav gets married to another wife, it says and he takes machlas Yishmael. So he was an Adam Ra, so he marries the daughter Yishmael because that makes sense. Shani ben and it's repeated in the Navi Dixiv because when Yiftach Hagiladi, when his brothers send him out of the father's house and he runs away from them, and then in Meshulash B'Ksuvim, and then you see it again come up in the Ksuvim D'Ksiv, Kol Of Limino Yishkon, Uvnei Adam Ladomolo, that every Of goes among its own uh, type of Hevra, and an Adam who doesn't have so many different Minim goes to an Adam Hadomolo, to people who are uh, of a similar uh, lifestyle to him. And we learn it in the Mishnah Masechus Kalim as well that anything that's mechuber to that which is mekabel tuma is likewise mekabel tuma. And that which is mechuber to that which is tar is likewise not mekabel tuma. So that's a 
mashal that a person who attaches to another person becomes like that person, whether he's tahar or whether whether he's tamei. Vitanina bebraisa, and we have this teaching in Ebraisa as well. Uh, Rabbi Lazar, uh, the, the Chum say that a zarzir is an of tahar. So Rabbi Lazar Omer lo chinam haluk zarzir etzel orev el meshu mino. Zarzir is not an of tahar, and the raya is look at who hangs out with. It hangs out with the raven, so it must be the same min as a raven, and therefore it's tamei like the raven. So uh, a person who attaches himself to other people, it's because he finds a certain kinship with those people, a certain connectedness with those people. Uh, that if you call your friend to, uh, to, to give him some musr for something that he did, and he doesn't respond, so uh, throw a big wall at him, meaning if your friend doesn't want uh, is, is, doesn't want you to give him musr, so uh, you have to uh, you have to you have to push him and let him suffer from 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 his uh, his, uh, his his behavior. So Rabbi Mar responded, we learned that from the Pasuk of what Baruch Hu tells Knesset Yisrael because you didn't accept the Muslim when I tried to be Mitar you so now you're not going to have the ability to, uh, to be Mitar yourselves the very bar that you drank from you shouldn't throw a clod of earth into that, in, into that bar I meaning if you got Hanoa from something don't be Mavaza that which benefited you so he said oh that I learned from about so that even though Mitzray, uh, the Mitzrayim threw the uh, babies into the yard and they deserve all the bizyonos in the world, but the Torah answers that uh, because uh, they were the achsenoim of Kal Yisrael, and therefore we got some hanah from them once, and we're not allowed to be mevaza that which we once got hanah from. Okay, so we still have a couple of more of the uh, teachings, but Hashem will continue with that tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day and a good Shabbos. Okay, good Shabbos, Zagazon. Great job. Yeah, take care, Jeremy.